This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Is this the end of Trump? This is an absolute disaster. Maybe it's time for him to exit stage left. Reports of Trump screaming and throwing temper tantrums at Mar-a-Lago. Is he even blaming Melania and the new golden boy? Oh, this could be war. Then, Wipeout Wednesday at Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg fires 11,000 people. This was literally, literally like my dream job. And scrambled eggs. Who threw eggs at King Charles and Camilla? And the untold story of Diana's iconic revenge dress. And how it's portrayed on The Crown. Plus, mystery of the Lady of the Dunes. 50 years later, police have finally identified the slain woman. We can finally say her name. Does this scene from the classic movie Jaws hold the key to what happened to her? Every time Jaws came on TV, he saw his dead wife. Then... The college gymnast who's making $2 million a year, posting photos like these. Why some coaches are so upset. And we are the Silver Fox Squad. How these gents are lighting up social media. They look sharp. They look sharp. Plus, talk about a wedding crasher. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The ballots are still being counted in some states, but already a loser's been declared in the midterm election. The pundits say it was Donald Trump. With a few exceptions, most of the major candidates he embraced lost. And many political commentators are saying Trump's appearance on the campaign trail actually may have helped the Democrats. A disaster for Donald Trump and a triumph for his number one rival, Ron DeSantis. That's the consensus today after an election that failed to deliver the red wave. Republican wave turned into a Republican sprinkle. Was it a red ripple? Yeah. It was a little ripple. Like a, a little ripple. ripple. Like a little ripple. Trump is said to be livid, screaming at everyone after his hand-picked candidates fizzled. The biggest loser last night was Donald Trump. He's the <laughs> biggest loser in American politics. Dr. Oz defeated in Pennsylvania. Herschel Walker trailing in Georgia. The race headed to a runoff. Arizona's Carrie Lake, known as Trump in high heels, was also struggling. Trump is blaming, of all people, his wife Melania, 
for advising him to back Dr. Oz. That according to Maggie Haberman of the New York Times. There is a fake news narrative that I was furious, Trump said today. It is just the opposite. This is an absolute disaster for the Republican Party and we need to turn back. Now prominent Republicans are turning on Trump. The people I talk to, they say we love Donald Trump, but you know what? We don't like all the drama. We, are, we like Ron DeSantis. It shows that his political instincts are not about the party. They're not about the country. They're about him. We spoke with CBS Morning's co-anchor, Tony DeCopel. Donald Trump, Republicans will tell you, he lost the White House in 2020. He lost Congress in 2020. And this was supposed to be the big moment, the red wave. And people are talking about it instead as like a red sprinkler, a trickle. We don't even know if they're going to take either chamber of Congress at this point. And people are looking at Donald Trump and wondering, is that the guy who stepped in it once again? Maybe it's time for him to exit stage left. Last night, Trump expected to be crowned a kingmaker at a party at Mar-a-Lago. He was planning to claim some sort of victory and ride a Republican victory or claim credit for it. Tonight. But there was very little to celebrate. Some races that are hot and heavy and we're all watching them here. Even the biggest Trump Senate candidate to win, J.D. Vance in Ohio, failed to thank him in his victory speech. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Oh, man, what a, what a night. Instead, the night belonged to Ron DeSantis. He won re-election as Florida's governor in a landslide, taking the stage with his photogenic young family. The future goes the front page in today's New York Post. Oh, this could be war. Trump is expected to announce he'll run for the presidency next week and is already attacking DeSantis, taking credit for his success. I got him the nomination. He didn't get it. I got it because the minute I made that endorsement, he got it. DailyMail.com columnist Megan McCain says last night was the final nail in Trump's political coffin. Now is the moment for DeSantis to take charge. The Republican Party really needs to move in a clearer direction with new blood. I personally would like someone who's not in their 80s to be running for president and governing our country. Just me personally, I think some fresh, younger blood would be more interesting. At a press conference today at the White House, President Biden said his plan right now is to run for re-election in 2024. Other news today, the bloodbath in tech continues. Facebook announcing it is firing more than 11,000 employees. That's about 13 percent of its workforce. And some of those people who've been axed are taking to social media to share their heartbreak. Amber Cagliano reports. Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg is laying off 11,000 workers. I'm outside Facebook's New York City headquarters. Fired workers are expressing heartbreak over social media. They got the bad news early via an email at 6 a.m. And they were given one day's more access to their work emails to say farewell to their colleagues. Oh, my God, who wrote this? This was literally, literally like my dream job. And I was so proud of myself when I got it. And I'm still very proud of myself. Hey, TikTok. I, uh, I don't have a job anymore. I don't even know what to do with myself. I have been working since I was 15 years old. I've never once been unemployed. This pregnant woman's last day is also her due date. She couldn't stop sobbing. Much of the problem is Zuckerberg's $100 billion investment in the metaverse. 
The company has invested billions of dollars on their metaverse plans, and they've said that their losses around their metaverse division are going to grow next year. Zuckerberg demonstrated the metaverse on CBS last year, creating an avatar for Gail King. Mark, I'm in. All right, welcome. Oh, oh my God, you've got freckles on your nose. I have freckles in real life, too, so I'm you know, trying to do the best wow. of my avatar. In a letter to employees, Zuckerberg said, this We're is a sad moment. I want to take accountability for how we got here. So it's time to find a new dream. Meta is offering a generous severance package. It's paying 16 weeks of base pay plus two additional weeks for every year of service. Other news today, a security scare for King Charles and his wife Camilla today as they were pelted with eggs during a public appearance. It comes as the Netflix series The Crown releases its fifth season, which recreates Princess Diana's headline-making revenge dress to a T. King Charles gets pelted by eggs. He and Queen Consort Camilla had just arrived for an official visit to the city of York when a protester from somewhere in that crowd started hurling eggs at them. This woman from his entourage tried to swat the eggs away. Thankfully, none of the eggs hit their targets. Police promptly arrested this protester. The security scare comes on the very day the fifth season of The Crown was released on Netflix. One highlight is Princess Diana's daring black revenge dress she wore the same night Prince Charles publicly confessed on TV to being unfaithful to her with Camilla. Did you try to be faithful and honorable to your wife when you took on the vow of marriage? Yes, absolutely. And you were? Yes until it became irretrievably broken down. The off-the-shoulder dress with an asymmetrical hemline above the knee caused a sensation in 1994 because it was such a sexy departure for the usually demure, shy-die princess. Now it's causing a stir again on the crown. The Princess of Wales upstaged her husband this evening, putting on a defiant display in what many are already calling her revenge dress. That dress was sold at a charity auction for $65,000 in 1997, and it's toured in an exhibit of Diana's iconic gowns. Some vacationers inside Disney World are not letting severe rain ruin their fun. Tropical Storm Nicole, which is building to a hurricane, was bearing down on central Florida, but they put their ponchos on and went to the Magic Kingdom. The fun was short-lived. The park closed early because of the storm. This is the first season that college athletes can capitalize on their name, image, and likeness, thanks to a change in NCAA rules. And some female athletes are raking it in. And some coaches are asking if it's a step back. This college gymnast is making quite a splash, posting provocative videos and photos, and earning lots of money doing so. Here, the 20-year-old promotes Vorari clothing, along with a sizzling bikini pic. And in this photo, she strikes a sexy pose in American Eagle jeans. Best jeans ever. Olivia Dunn is a college gymnast for Louisiana State University. And now, because of a rule change that regulates college athletics, she's allowed to monetize her name and image. How can I forget my American Eagle corduroys? She's making a reported $2 million a year, and she's not the only one. 
University of Miami basketball playing twins Haley and Hannah Cavender are also college athletes who are now cashing in with flirty social media videos for branded products. Olympic bronze medalist Sunisa Lee of Auburn University is also reportedly making a million dollars promoting her name and likeness on social media. Living in this outfit, I design with pretty little things, she posted. But prominent basketball coach Tara Vanderveer of Stanford University is slamming the trend that focuses on the beauty of female athletes. Sometimes we have this swinging pendulum where we maybe take two steps forward and then we take a step back. This is a step back, she tells the New York Times. Bob Dorfman is an expert in sports marketing. For women, it's a difficult situation because sex sells. It can look like you're demeaning to women by posing that way provocatively. On the other hand, the pros of this are for athletes, it's a wonderful opportunity to make money the same way that professional athletes do. We reached out to the athletes for comment, but we didn't hear back. And that is Jennifer Aniston striking a provocative pose on the cover of Allure magazine. Inside the magazine, she speaks for the very first time about her struggles with fertility and attempts at IVF. Jennifer Aniston leaves little to the imagination on the cover of Allure magazine. The friend star poses in a teeny tiny Chanel bikini top known as a nipplekini. Inside, the 53-year-old stretches out in a red one-piece swimsuit and opens up for the first time about her struggles to get pregnant. I was going through IVF, drinking Chinese teas, you name it. I was throwing everything at it. I would have given anything if someone had said to me, freeze your eggs, do yourself a favor. You just don't think it, so here I am today. Now she says she is resigned to the fact that she will never have kids of her own. The ship has sailed. That issue of Delore is the magazine's last before it goes fully digital. It'll be on newsstands on November 14th. Now the cold case murder that dates back to the summer that the movie Jaws was filmed. As Les Trent reports, the victim has been identified and there may be a connection to the movie. Does the blockbuster movie Jaws hold the key to a murder case that's been cold for almost 50 years? Until now, the victim in the 1974 slaying was known only as the Lady of the Dunes. The Lady of the Dunes was discovered when a teenage girl was walking her dog in the resort beach town of Provincetown, Massachusetts. It was a gruesome discovery. The body was badly decomposed and found lying face down on a beach towel. Her name was not known. But a blue bandana and a pair of jeans found at the scene, folded up under her head, held the key to the mystery. The victim's hands were missing, presumably removed by her killer so she could not be identified through fingerprints, and her head was nearly severed from her body. Someone had gone to a great effort to make it impossible to identify her. Best-selling horror writer Joe Hill, son of legendary writer Stephen King, has been fascinated by the mystery for years. One theory he has is that the Lady of the Dunes could actually be an extra in the iconic movie Jaws. Is that her in this scene with a bunch of other extras leaving a fairy? Notice she's wearing a blue bandana and jeans, the same clothes found at the Lady of the Dunes murder site. The woman in that moment um, bore a striking resemblance to the facial reconstruction of the dead woman, of the Lady of the Dunes. Jaws was shot on Martha's Vineyard in May of 1974. You're going to need a bigger boat. 
The woman's body was found two months later, about 100 miles away in Provincetown. Just one week ago, police finally determined the identity of the Lady of the Dunes. We can finally say her name, Ruth Marie Terry. Ruth Marie Terry was 37 years old and came from Tennessee. Look at her side by side with the extra from Jaws. Could they be the same woman? I think it's probably the same woman. Police believe the killer might be her husband. I'm sort of fascinated by the idea that for decades afterwards, every time Jaws came on TV, um, he saw his dead wife turning her head to stare out of the screen at him. There's something sort of chilling in that notion. That woman's husband died in 2002. Next, Powerball mystery. In search of the $2 billion Powerball winner. Do you have any idea who the winner is? And we are the Silver Fox Squad. How these gents are lighting up social media. They look sharp. They look sharp. Plus, talk about a wedding crasher. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Exclusive, the guy who turned in Hunter Biden's notorious laptop from hell. Next, Inside Edition, he's the computer repairman who says he gave the laptop to the FBI. I was put in a, a very awkward situation. Does he regret getting involved? Watch the next Inside Edition. Talk about a wedding crasher. Watch as this wedding ceremony outside Orlando takes an unexpected tumble. Yep, a gust of wind sent that mirrored floral arch right to the ground during the vows. Fortunately, nobody was hurt, and we'd like to think that that is a sign of good luck. Powerball officials say the winner of that record $2 billion jackpot has not yet come forward, but that's not stopping Jim Murray from trying to find out who it is. We're on the trail of the mystery Powerball billionaire. I went back to Joe's, the California service station, where the winning $2 billion ticket was sold. Do you have any idea who the winner is? No, no, and I'm sure happy. It's, I hope it's one of my neighbors. Do you have any idea who won the lotto? No, that's, I would like to know, though. Danny Shahayed is the son of owner Joe Shahayed. Hopefully they come by and just, just so we can meet them. One possible clue to the winner's background? 
Joe's service station is in Altadena, where the average personal income is around $37,000 a year. I know they say lightning doesn't strike twice, but I couldn't resist. I put down $6 for three tickets for Friday's Mega Million drawing, even though the jackpot is a paltry $189 million. Thank you very much. I'm hoping lightning strikes twice with these. You know, I think it could. (laughs) Yeah, or maybe not. When we come back, going viral in their golden years. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Silver Fox Influencers. These gray-haired gents are unlikely viral superstars. I see you on Instagram. We are the Silver Fox Squad. Together, they have a staggering 5 million followers. It's never too late to be an influencer. Founder Irvin Randall is an elementary school teacher from Houston. The 60-year-old dapper grandpa went viral after his students posted these photos. Randall scoured social media and invited successful businessmen aged 50 and above to join his Silver Fox Squad. Oh, it has always been cool. Now 11 strong, the Silver Foxes are recognized everywhere. At Morehouse College in Atlanta, the Silver Foxes are rock stars. That's a Silver Fox. We know who they are. I love the Silver Foxes. The ladies agree. They look sharp. They look sharp. I'm 35 years old, okay? I'll take them. They're stunning. A quick change, and it's off to a disco ball party. The Silver Fox Squad are here to dance with y'all. The party doesn't really get started until the Silver Foxes are in the house. Love them. When we come back, surf's up. Finally, yikes. It's their dream trip to Hawaii. Welcome uh, to our vacation. Look out, a huge wave. Oh my God. What a way to start a vacation. (laughs) Good, they're laughing. We'll see you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. 
It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.